Like, it's actually interesting. Snoozing is like procrastination. And I, I can imagine, like, this is a, like literally the first thing you do after you wake up, you procrastinate. Yeah. And how can that be a good thing? Doesn't seem right. Hello, I'm Michael. I'm Radek. And this is the podcast. A sounding board for interesting ideas and insights. We discuss books we read and want to share with you. As well as technology and productivity, which is what we do by day working on our app, Nosby. Or, you know, whatever else comes to mind. So what is coming to our mind this time? Uh, I got back to my morning routine. All right, morning routines. Okay, we're back there. All right. Yeah. Uh, I heard you, you had some, you know, some achievements there, like waking up so early that like nobody can believe, right? Yeah, that's true. So uh, for the 12th day in a row now, I woke up very early at 8 a.m. straight. (laughs) (laughs) Not about me. Uh, Yeah, right. I mean, you know, very early. (laughs) Early is relative. Yeah, I know. I mean, this is, I mean, again, this is a good thing about our no office and our work. I mean, you know, a, you don't have to go to an office, so it, it's not like you have to wake up at six a.m. to mm. to, to to hit the morning traffic and you know the tube or or, or, or traffic jams or all these kind of things. You can yeah. wanna wake up whenever we want, and actually, it's pretty early for you guys because the development team has the scrum meeting at ten a.m. So like two hours before. Oh yeah, I very often start work at 10 a, at 10 a.m. So, yeah. So, wait, what time do you tend to wake up at? Okay, I used to, you know, uh, do that in different different times, different uh, depending on my life. Uh, usually it's I mean, usually now now it's exactly 6:55. So, it's actually just before 7 a.m. because mm, that's surprisingly uh, reasonable. Yeah, because um, it's exactly, I mean, because my, my girls, they go to school uh, um, at quarter to nine, so 8.45, they have to be at school, so we have to leave at 8.30, and mm. uh, the idea is this, uh, I have my morning routine, which I do, which we discussed already in previous episodes, um, which is very successful now as well, and what I do is from 6.55 until 7.30, 7.35, I do my morning routine, I have my time to write my journal, to, to, to pray, to, 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 to wait myself, to, you know, to, to go to the toilet and all these things. I have this mm. you know, half an hour, more, uh, actually 40 minutes, just for myself in the morning. So I can really like, plan my day, you know, think about my day. Like, like, I, I would call it wake up consciously, right? You know? uh, mm. yeah. and, then, and then I go, uh, which is my favorite part of the morning routine, I go to the bedroom of my girls and wake them up and they are sleepy and they are nice and they are beautiful so i wake them up and then you know we prepare breakfast and we get ready for school and at 8 30 we leave and 8 45 they're at school at nine i start my work okay that that sounds that that sounds pretty reasonable actually i i thought you would be waking up at like six or five or whatever yeah i would do that because i there was a time i I I was doing that but um, my wife is a night owl and she likes to, and, and you know, the thing is that, you know, when you have kids and you, when you manage to put them to sleep nine-ish, like in the right. evening, then, you know, if I would have to go to sleep right then to just be able to wake up very early yes. in the morning. 
so um, because you still need like you know, at least seven hours of sleep, you know. So so what we do is uh, is you know from nine ish to midnight we have time for ourselves, like for me and my wife. So right. uh, you know we can talk, we can discuss things, we can watch uh, our favorite series, um, maybe maybe even a movie, you know. I mean, and then right. and then around midnight, uh, usually a little bit after midnight, we go to sleep. So. I, I physically cannot wake up earlier because otherwise I would not be really in my best shape. And, uh, right. you know, to be productive, you have to really sleep. I mean, really, you have to give rest to your brain. So uh, so I have my evening routine around midnight, that which I like, do a little bit of journaling and then I just go to sleep directly. Mm-hmm. And then at seven, I have to wake up. So like everything else, I mean, I used to wake up even at five at some point. But it was always costing, you know, the, the evening with my wife. And I like evening with, with my wife. So... That's the thing. Yeah. So actually, you, you hit an important point. You you were laughing at my 8 a.m. being like amazing. But first <laughs> of all, the point isn't that it's 8 a.m. It's that I've woke up at 8 a.m. straight every time, no exceptions, no snoozing, and the consistency is what made a big difference for me because I I would rarely actually wake up at you know nine or something. Sometimes I would, but I would often set the uh, the alarm clock at 8 or 8.20, but then, you know, snooze and then just like feeling, you know, I, I would get up feeling really tired and the consistency helps. And second of all, like this is exactly what you're, what you're saying. I, you know, the idea of waking up earlier is actually quite, um, quite interesting to me. I would like to do that, but the, the problem isn't the time I wake up, it's the time I go to sleep because I exactly. require eight hours of sleep every day. And I'm, I'm not going to budge on that. It's it's like mm-hmm. eight hours of sleep every night. That's required. And if I'm going to, you know, wake up at six, I would have to go to sleep at 10 p.m. And that's also unacceptable to me. Uh, it's just like that's not going to happen. So mm-hmm. 8 a.m. is like the best compromise uh, I can have. But I'm just like it, it's stupid, right? It's relative. Like 8 a.m. Who cares? But I'm just really. You know, for me, uh, to wake up for almost uh, two weeks straight without any serious problems, uh, you know, at 8 a.m. straight, that's, you know, that was challenging. I, I could not achieve that before. It's hard for me, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm proud of myself. No, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm proud of you too. It's like, you know, like when, you, when you said that, you know, I'm waking up early in the morning at 8, like, hmm really so but 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 you're but you're right and and that's the thing i mean very often people don't appreciate the eight hours or seven hours of sleep that they need i mean i'm I'm seven seven i'm saying seven hours because usually it is for me seven hours because usually we are you know pulling this thing you know of watching uh, like yet another episode of our favorite show and i go after midnight and i wake up at seven so it's usually seven hours but then i sleep longer on the weekends um I don't require and and sometimes I I I nap so I like make up with a, with a nap in the middle of the day. Which I is, cannot nap. I don't know how people do that. It just doesn't work for me. It, you know when I nap, I rarely really fall fall asleep like like hundred percent. But surprisingly, it really you know gives me the rest I need. It's 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 surprising mm. how it works. But um, but 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 recently I was I I, I started to be ba- being better at this. I think you, you go with practice that you know that after several naps suddenly you start falling asleep. 
you know, you suddenly you, it just starts working. So it, it does for me. Like several times already, I was I was really you know, sleeping. I mean, it's only twenty minutes, so it's not like a, a long nap. Right, uh, right. Because that's the idea. I mean, you know, I don't want to be you know grudgy and you know and really annoyed when I wake up after that. So it's a short one, but it it uh, it like, brings me back you know to life. But yeah, but but still, you know, seven hours is the minimum. You know, if I sleep short than seven hours, it's like there's six hours or five hours. Oof, I, I, I really can feel that. So um, right. so it's really important. And that's why uh, it's not good if you're going to be, you know, if, 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 you're, if you're going to be going to sleep at midnight and waking up at five or six. I mean, then, yeah. I mean, at some point your you, body will just, 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 just not allow it. Right. It's like, yeah, we all want to have more hours in the day, but you can, right? You you have to sleep. It's it's. I heard this interesting uh, thing in the internet. There's some research about this. You know, people um, sleeping for five or six hours a night every night, and they are chronically sleep deprived. But they they would say they're fine, right? They like a lot of people who are uh, sleep deprived. You know, chronically, it's it's not a thing that that happens, but a thing they do all the time. They they delude themselves into thinking this is normal, or when it's not. And it it seems that you know that's just from I haven't looked that deep into it, but it seems like there is a small percentage of people who really do require just six hours or so of sleep, and that's fine. But most people who say they sleep six hours a night and they're fine, they're not. They think they're fine but they're not. And they don't have two hours more of, of day every day. It's like they don't get any, any of the benefit because they, they can't reach their, their intellectual performance. Yeah, I mean they are underperforming and they are like almost drugged. I mean, like if if if, if oh yeah, if they don't sleep that well, I mean long enough. And and the thing is that we think that that sleep is is a rest for our body, but it's more a rest for our brain. You know, like, right. like the, our brain is making all these connections. You know, when we are sleeping, and if we don't get it, if we don't give it enough uh, time to actually grow these connections and and you know and learn from the day that just went by, then we like it's not good. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's like you have to. It's like number one priority. You have to like protect it. You have to really protect your sleep. Unless you're Elon Musk, then you know whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, then you have side projects like launching, you know, space rockets. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, lately he's been tweeting a lot about Tesla. And then there was the, you know, the fifth successful landing. This happened. And and, and then after that day, he was like, oh, you know, yesterday uh, there was a bit of a distraction. I was like, yeah. right, a distraction, right? I, I wish my Monday night distractions were like that. Well, but anyway, morning routine. All right, so so you're waking up without the the alarm clock now. Uh, without the alarm clock? You said you you without no without snoozing. What you without meant? Without snoozing, right, right. All right. Yeah, it's like we talked about it, but it's it's so important. I I noticed this a long time. It's just it's difficult to actually uh, do it. Which is that if I start my day right productively. You know, with the right approach, with the the right set of um, state of the mind. If I w- wake up and immediately just get up, you know, turn off the alarm clock, eat, and then I like, get to work. I'm like, I started my day in this in this productive mood, in this like in this action kind of uh, 
frame of mind. You know, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing. And, and not always, but most of the time, if I start the day like that, the day is so much more productive because I, I don't spend the first two or three hours of, of the day feeling all, you know, drowsy and then like still sleepy and feeling like, uh, you know, whatever. No, it's like those two or three first hours of the day are like my most productive time and far more productive than the night I can be, you know, after lunch. So it's like important. Uh, that's what I'm, what I'm doing. That's why I'm, I care about this, right? Because it, like in the end, uh, it, it doesn't matter. Like, like you said, it doesn't matter which time exactly I, I wake up, right? In theory. Uh, but in practice, it, it does because of uh, because because of this this weird quirk of, of the brain. If if I if I'm consistent, if if there's this routine, this ritual that I start the day with action, with productivity, and I just get up and you know don't don't start like it's actually interesting. Snoozing is like procrastination, and I, I can imagine like this is a, like literally the first thing you do after you wake up. You procrastinate. Yeah. How can that be a good thing? Doesn't seem right. Right. But it's hard. It's so hard for me. Like I, 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 I tried for like, it, it, I tried for a long time. Right. And it was one of the goals this year to like get better at this, like really get better at this. Uh, but before now I, I couldn't, uh, and I had other things on my mind. You know, I was, I was, uh, working on, on my diet and my weight and, and, you know, doing my training and whatever. And, and that there was a lot of progress with that. But now I could like focus on that, uh, tried a few things, like really, uh, you know, said to myself I'm doing it and so far it works. And I, I'm just hoping, you know, I, I won't jinx, jinx it by talking about it and I, I can actually, uh, you know, make it into a new thing, a habit that that's sustained. Yeah, I mean, that's, what, that's why for me, it was a big win when I nailed my morning routine also this year. I mean, we talked about it in the previous show. Yes. And now I think you can, I mean, with, you know, your um, uh, lucky streak, you can um, appreciate, you know, for me, what it is. I think, like, I can, I mean, I can tell you, literally, for months, my morning routine was wake up before eight, rush to wake up my kids, rush to prepare things, rush them to the school, uh, be late at school most of the times, and, and, and like, just... Just imagine starting a day like this, you know, you're rushing, yeah. you're being late, you're being, you know, you're shouting at your kids, because, but, but you're to blame because you were not the one to wake up earlier. And now right. the moment I changed it, you know, to wake up at seven um, and, and have my morning routine, you know, have time to read, have time to write a journal, have time to pray, to do my things. Um, as you said, prepare a day consciously, prepare a day with a plan, prepare a day with, you know, productivity in mind. And then I can just... You know, I can just like be totally relaxed and just go, you know, to wake up slowly, my kids. And, and it's, it's a totally different dynamic. And uh, I'm not shouting at them. I'm not, you know, rushing and we are never late anymore. Like this is like this change to just wake up with, with, with a plan, wake up with a routine. Like for me, it was also a like big, big change and, and a fantastic improvement. Right. Uh, so I, I just wanted to mention this this one concept that I I found like interesting and, and relevant to this. Um, so I started reading this this book, which I, I think you mentioned on the show, called Five A.M. Miracle. Yeah. Uh, by Jeff Sanders. Mm-hmm. And and like you know the the book itself isn't that that 
that that important. But um, what did it? But actually, well, actually, it is kind of relevant because uh, what the book is about is like. Uh, this guy is all about waking up at 5 a.m. and and starting your day by you know like dominating your day before breakfast. Yeah. Like I have no intention of actually doing 5 a.m. thing, but it's kind of you know it's kind of relevant. Like it, it there is some like inspiration or motivation to like uh, do the right habits. Like even if 5 a.m. is 8 a.m. for me, uh, but but like there was this one one thing, one phrase, one reminder of an important idea that that I found worth sharing. So uh, the book reminded me of the fact that we cling towards comfort, mm-hmm. right? And and thus we become prisoners of the of the comfortable life. You know what I mean? Like it, it, the the comfort holds us back. We to grow so much of the time, maybe all of the time, we have to step out of the boundaries in which we are comfortable, we have to get out of our comfort zone and and do something that's uncomfortable. You know, <laughs> waking up early is not comfortable. Not really. Right? <laughs> it, like I, I remember when I I started doing public speaking or traveling more. Like all of that was uncomfortable. A lot of the things which are are now fine for me were really uncomfortable, right? Yeah. And and if if I got stuck at that point, that well, I like comfort. Comfort is nice, you know. Have a nice life, you know. Don't don't stretch yourself too too far. It, it's nice in in the short term, right? But but then if you don't stretch yourself and do the uncomfortable thing, it will always be uncomfortable, and you will never do it, and you will never grow, and you'll be stuck with the thing that's that's the default, right? And so like the the book made this like it's obvious, but it, it's so important, right? We we have to reject this notion. Uh, that that we choose the things that are comfortable, right? Because the thing is, with time, the the discomfort muscle strengthens, and the things that used to be uncomfortable no longer are, right? I, I for me now to like, if 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 I were to, you know, fly to San Francisco and do public speaking next week. You know, there would be a pain in the butt, but un- uncomfortable, like on an emotion level, no. Like, I'd be fine with that because I, I've done it enough times that I no longer have problem with that. It 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 became comfortable, but only because but only because I I trained, I I did the things which were way out of my comfort zone, right? And so, like, we must become comfortable with discomfort, with being uncomfortable, with doing. The things that are uncomfortable, right? No, the the the, the thing is that um, <laughs> comfort is, as you said, comfort is um, deceiving because mm. it, it it's uh, it's comforting, but then on the other hand, uh, as you said, it it like it 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 slows you down and it makes you uh, vulnerable, actually, you know, and 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 mm. and um, uh, you know. It's like it's the thing that you know you get you get in shape and that's great, but and you, they're just like you you lost weight, but now if if you don't pay attention you know I mean it's easier right now for you to pay attention because you're already you know on the correct weight, but as we discussed right. uh, if we don't pay attention you can gain back the thing and and it won't be nice anymore, but on the other hand it, 
this is once you've achieved that you can achieve more so um like for me um with with nosby the 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 problem at some point was and i remember that moment was that like i already achieved everything i wanted you know i like mm. i have everything i need i mean i'm earning more money than i thought i would be earning any i mean you know i didn't i never had ho- high hopes of being like a multi-billionaire so like if i was earning more than than i thought i was you know i was supposed to earn i was already great and um uh, the same with my family you know i have family now i have a third child uh, just born so i'm i have three kids you know uh, we have a nice house we have a nice living you know and everything is nice everything is good so so I've already achieved more than I thought I would, right? Right. But we keep, I mean, we keep challenging ourselves. You, me, you know, we uh, as a team, we keep challenging ourselves. We keep pushing more and we don't do it because we want more, like more money. We want more fame, more. No, we do it because it's exciting, because it makes us, you know, step out of the comfort zone again. You know, it makes us strive to be even better and and see the limits you know see how you know good we can become but we have to provoke this i mean what i say is that we have to we have to consciously choose to do it you know it's it's no, it's no longer the thing that you know when you have nothing you know when you have nothing you're being pushed to be out of your comfort zone because nothing is comfortable <laughs> right but <laughs> but if you're comfortable you have to be seeking you know ways to get out of your comfort zone you have to be you know actually you have to be your own enemy you have to be pushing yourself out mm. uh, uh, of the comfort zone uh, in order to see what's on the other side right, but, but that's interesting when you said that oh you know you already achieved so much because people would get stuck so much earlier right and <laughs> it's it's kind of it's kind of this um like that's why this is an important like fundamental skill and value and something to remind yourself of over and over again because it's not like oh I stepped out of my comfort zone I learned this I did that I'm now cool with that right and now I'm good no because you'll you'll go with that for a while and you'll hit another wall another barrier and you you again have to like stretch yourself and do the things which are scary mm-hmm. so that you can grow and like break through this this natural ceiling which which you've made for yourself right and it's also interesting what you said about being your own enemy i remember that was interesting in in uh, your brain at work a link to the book uh it was great um uh, it it talked about how how you know, status, the feeling of, of, of status uh, brings fear and anger in, in people, in relation, in relationships with, with, with people, right? Mm-hmm. Because it, when, you, when you challenge someone else, right, it, it like for a lot of uh, people, it's like you're challenging their, their status, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and, and they get angry, right? And you may try to like improve yourself, but, but, but you make people fear for their like on a very kind of primal level you make you you make them fear right uh, and so like it's like in, interesting how you can like kind of short circuit this this weird thing in our in our in our brains when you when you think of yourself as the enemy when you play against yourself when the yeah. when 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 the enemy when the thing to beat is is your your past self right mm-hmm. and you're comparing yourself 
against your past self and and you're you're working to be constantly better and better but it's not like oh i'm now better than you right no. and so mm-hmm. you, it, it makes people super uncomfortable and it's like it's it it gets people all nasty like no like you're you're constantly playing against yourself you are the enemy and it's like and that's like all you know a win-win for everyone <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I just remember, I remember this feeling on the, on my last triathlon. So for example, for me, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm right now completing triathlons, which is like mind-blowing for me that I can actually do it. But, mm. but because I'm already comfortable with, you know, with triathlons, with the distance, you know, I can do them, it's, they're fine. Uh, and I'm not the crazy guy who just wants to right now, you know, compete for the Ironman right now or whatnot, or, you know, I mean, it's not like sports has become my new, you know, passion in the way that I want to be, I don't know, the champion of the world, which is ridiculous because I'm, I'm almost 40 and uh, there's no way I'm going to be a champion in the world. Um, uh, but people, some, some people are just overexcited about it. But, mm. but I had this thing that, you know, on my last triathlon, I was running, like the last part of triathlon is running. I was running. It was good. I was good, you know, and I, I, and I just wanted to get to the, you know, to the, to the finish line, right? And I, I was feeling that after after my good bike ride, I would even get a good, really reasonably good time. And I there are four laps of you know two and a half kilometers, to, you know ten kilometers total to to, to 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 run. So I planned that the first lap I'm gonna be just be comfortable running, just to see if everything is fine and the work, my muscles are working fine. And then I'm I'm gonna start you know pushing and racing. But mm. I didn't do that. The, the 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 second lap I also did comfortably. Third lap did comfortably. And on only the fourth lap, I was like, "Whoa! I actually, I'm, I'm too comfortable here. And I know yeah. I'm gonna get to the to the finish line. So, so with that knowledge, that is, 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 I mean, after so many triathlons, it's no longer a question if I get to the finish line. So why am I running like I, like 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 it's over? You know? So I started running really fast on the on the on the last you know last lap, and I did a very good lap at the end. But then I was really annoyed at myself that I just didn't push myself. You know? I didn't. I was comfortable. I was comfortable getting to the finish line without actually. And and I, and I was like, this is not like a catwalk. <laughs> this is a race. You know? In a race, you race. Right. You know? You should be fast. So so I was like, yeah. Next, next triathlon, I'm going to push myself more. I'm going to, and not just because I want to beat some time or whatever. No, no, no. Just because I know I will, I will get to the finish line. There is no, no, no question about it anymore. The question is if I can stretch it, if I can push more, if I can be faster, and if, if I can see, you know, I mean, and again, as I said, I have to be my my own enemy. I have to be, I have, to, I have to be competing about uh, against myself. I'm not competing mm. against anyone there, you know. I don't care about other other people's results. I, I care about my result. So, so that's the thing, you know. I was I was too comfortable. But like that's exactly why I'm starting my day early. Like you remember this this notion of a of of a of a frog, right? It's, it's like when when you have a task which is like important, but it's like really Eat that frog. uncomfortable. Like it, it's 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 hard and it's it's like difficult to like. Like it's uncomfortable, right? You you'd, you'd prefer to like, you know, lazily wake up, have a snooze, you know, then then just lazily, you know, have your breakfast, browse through Twitter for for half an hour or more, get to work at ten, and then you know start with you know catching up on Slack, catching up on Nosby comments, starting with some simple tasks, but then you get stuck in this in this in this frame of mind that, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll now just be com- more comfortable for the rest of the day, you know, it's fine, it's fine, 
and and you you don't achieve anything that day nothing of of real value right yeah but then you you start with with the uncomfortable at least what feels uncomfortable at the beginning right you wake up there's no snoozing you you do your breakfast you don't rush but you you don't do the the twitter which is comfortable and cool no no you read the book or 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 finish early and, and get to work earlier at which you know getting to work at nine is early for me <laughs> and you don't start with the easy stuff you don't start with catching up you yep. start with, with the frog with the most important task with the with the thing that's that really pushes you away from it because it's like uh, i don't want to do it but you know you have to and so you start with that you start with the uncomfortable and then w- when you get you know when you get over with it then you can be comfortable and, and once you're tired, you can work on the easier stuff. <laughs> but like, it's like we have to push ourselves on to the uncomfortable. And, and I feel like this is exactly what you're saying if you're racing. You have to start with the uncomfortable because if you start with the comfortable, you, you, you're, you're lying to yourself. Oh, next lap, I'll, I'll, I'll do the exactly. actual race. And then, oh, it's the next lap. Or, yeah, oh, you know, I, it, it's my last, uh, you know, TV show uh, episode that day. And, and, and then I'll, I'll do some, be productive for a while. And then you watch another one. Another one. <laughs> because it's uncomfortable <laughs> and nice. <laughs> right? So, yeah, it's, it's such a trap. It's such a trap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why, that's why we should be really, you know, we should be really fighting with that. And as you said, um, as we said here, uh, we have to naturally become our own enemies. You know, we have to be challenging ourselves, and only then it makes sense. And only then, you know, life makes more sense. You know, and 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 um, you know, you're actually living. I my my favorite my favorite quote, you know, from all time. It's a, it's a cliche quote, but I love it. Is the one from Braveheart. You know that um, that when he you know, when when. Uh, Mr. Wallace is going to, you know, to go there uh, to to visit the, the the King of Scotland or something, and then his his friend is saying it's a trap. Uh, you know, you might die, and then he says, you know, every man dies, but not every man really lives. You know, and mm. then and it, it is cliche, but but it's I love it. You know, I love it. It's so interesting how, you know, we we talk a, a lot about um, systems. You know. Uh, habits like how we 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 structure our world so that we can we can achieve the the things with our heart you know how we 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 didn't just push ourselves uh to to read more books even though it was so hard and we couldn't now we we changed the approach and we we got on uh, audiobooks right and then it worked and so uh, like uh, another example here you can you can in, in invent you know you can you can come up with ways uh, to to make it easier to to be uncomfortable, right? So so I wanted to give um, uh, one example when you talked about racing and and, and sports. Uh, what I've been doing for for a while is I've been going on on runs with my uh, my brother-in-law, right? Mm-hmm. And like he he's he's a much better runner than I am, and it's much easier for me to run long uh, distances with him than alone. Because when I'm alone, I'll you know run for a while until my kind of natural uh, ceiling, and then it's like oh, I I'm I'm done. You know, uh, I'll run more another time, right? It's like it's it it I get to the level where it's uncomfortable enough that I just give up, right? I tr- or maybe I try for a while more, but then it's like okay, okay, just screw this. But then when I run with my brother-in-law, like he's a much better runner, so he just runs. It's fine for him, you know, and it's fine for him for longer than it is for me. 
And so I run. Because it's, there's like this... Like, I, I can't just stop, right? I, I'm running with someone. And so I, I will stop only when I reach my actual kind of physical limits where, okay, like, more would, would like really kill me. But I, 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 don't, I don't stop myself too early. When I can do more, it's just uncomfortable. I, I, I push through the discomfort barrier um, because... I'm with someone. There's there's commitment. There's the, the 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 pressure to keep running. Yeah, I this is this is how I started running. You know, uh, four years ago, I think when I was running myself, uh, I was fine. But then I started running with a person who was a lot better than me, and he's still my running buddy. We mentioned that already. But it was the thing that he started pushing me because you know he he was better, and I wanted to run with him. And then and because I was running with him, as I said, I couldn't just you know just stop. I mean, I had to you know, keep him company. So as long as I you know wouldn't die, I would just keep running with him. And and uh, you know he was reasonable enough to first you know run with me six kilometers that I I could run, then then you know then eight kilometers and then ten, and then you know we started really running. And then sometimes we are even push ourselves to run, you know, you know, fifty kilometers or something. So, so, but, yeah. but, but our, you know, but, but the, the, the thing, we, we, he, he pushed me, and we, you know, we push ourselves, and it makes it makes perfect sense, you know. And with the, with the, with triathlons, the only, I mean, I am doing triathlons with with um, uh, with a friend who's sixty, you know, sixty. Wow. He's he's twenty three years older than me, and um, I've never ever won with him any you know any leg so any you know any kind of sports on the triathlon so even like last triathlon i did a very good um, bike ride he was one minute faster uh, wow. uh, it's the same with running he was 30 seconds faster on running like and he's 60 so for me you know the moment i can actually beat him at something you know would be really great and and on the other hand he's He's pushing because he knows he's 60. He knows he will not be a lot faster. So he's really trying to, you know, to 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 stay in shape, so so that I cannot beat him. You know, so it's it's it's, it's a fun. I mean, we we motivate each other, and it's it's fantastic the dynamic, and and we love this. You know, and and um, again, we are out of our comfort zone, and it's it's great. Yeah, and and to loop back to the morning routine, like one one idea, and something I I, I did, like if. If you have someone, uh, you know, at at home, who wakes up at the same time you do, um, then you can kind of alternate uh, breakfast duty. Ah, that's a good idea. You know what I mean? And, and and that's exactly what I did, right? And so then it's no longer oh I decided to wake up at eight a.m. I have to wake up at eight a.m. because I have to do breakfast, mm-hmm. and it's not just for me. It's for the other person too, right? <laughs> they, they depend on you. And then it, it right? And then it, you know, it, you can alternate it if, if you want, or just like take the whole responsibility for, for for yourself. And like that's that's one of this these little things, right? It, only a fool keeps doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. But there's always things like that 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 you can do, like this this little idea, like oh, maybe I'll just you know wake up same time and make breakfast and then it's a commitment and you have to do it and it's it's then it's not that hard to push yourself because you're not just stretching like what feels nice but but 
but you're you're pushing against the uh, like what, what we have hard coded in, in our brains like that there's there's social pressure there's you made a promise you're not going to break your promise right are you a liar like of course not you'll wake up and make the breakfast right and 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 that makes it so much easier to to actually you know wake up early because it's a commitment right and there's there's always like with with habits with things that are hard there's always things like that things you can do things you can change you know approaches you can take that that make hard things a little bit easier and i just keep talking about it because it's like it's so important you know we we shouldn't just think of ourselves as you know if if i can't do it i'm i'm a failure it's like you know things are hard habits are hard you know our 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 you know our lizard brains can be stupid and work against us and and make things which we you know deeply want unnecessarily hard but you can always like work around it and and you can always you know not just push yourself even though it hurts you know yeah discomfort you 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 should you should pursue that but but still create an environment in which the hard things are just a bit easier yeah but the the, the thing is the thing is that you know, unless something really bad happens, we are going to have a quite a long life. So we mm. should play for the long term. You know, and as you said, things are hard now. I mean, you know, waking up for you at eight o'clock is hard now, but in the long term, it will pay off. It will, you know, make you more productive. It will f- make you feel better. It will, you know, change the way you know your day goes and your days in the future will go. So mm-hmm. it will enable you to be a better person, right? So, so, and that's the thing. As a society, we are too much conditioned on the quick wins, you know, on the quick, you know, mm. uh, thing on the short term, and we shouldn't be, you know. This is a long-term game we're playing, you know, and and mm, that's why, uh, as a long-term game, we should, uh, you know, invest in these short-term inconveniences to be able to have a better life in the long term, in the long run. So, um, yeah. That's the thing. And as you said, I really like what you said about the, you know, tricking yourself, you know, tricking or tricking or, or forcing yourself because somebody, if you made a commitment to somebody, you know, these kind of tricks mm. help you over, t- I mean, uh, help you motivate yourself to, 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 to push, to push through. But in the long term, you will have developed a habit that will just work for you. Yeah. And, and with time, it, it will become easier it will and, be very and easy. then easy and then the second nature. And then I, I won't need motivation. I won't need a commitment. I won't need a, a, a brain hack to do it. It will just become a thing I do. I mean, in, in just uh, in last episode, we mentioned my quarterly offsite. So like the, the, this quarterly offsite, the idea from essentialism that I did. And what, what Greg was saying, the author of the book, he was saying that you have to review your journal. So, mm. uh, and, 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 and he's journaling. And so, so he's reviewing his journal. And I was like, hmm. It's hard for me to review my journal if there is nothing there, you know. <laughs> and yeah. and one of one of the parts of my morning routine were to write a journal. And and the best part was that now that I'm writing a journal every day, like I really have something to review, and I'm reviewing it, and and it gives me lots of thoughts, lots of ideas that I that I know that I, I didn't have uh, before because they would escape, but I would just write yeah. them down on this day. So now really. Uh, after when I do a quarterly offsite, I have a three months of journaling to review, and it's good. It's it's really fantastic, and it's good to yeah. be able to go back to these memories. Yeah, and I, I I just want to really stress what what you what you said a few moments ago about the the investment part. 
right? Mm-hmm. It's it's not just you know everything you do because whatever. It's like like think of the 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 compounding uh, the compounding effects of habits like that. Mm-hmm. You know, th- think you know if. Uh, you know, when you're when you're doing your your, your weekly uh, review or your personal quarterly uh, offsite or, or your whatever, or when you when you uh, wake up earlier, and like, what what if what if it makes your your week you know ten percent better? What if it makes your quarter and next quarter you know ten or twenty percent better? What what if you know? 20% of, of, of the time waking up earlier and, and starting the day in the right mindset will, will make you twice as productive as you otherwise would be. And like how much more you can accomplish and, and, and how much of that you'll, you'll be able to kind of reinvest in, in, in more better habits or in better work or in better whatever. And, yeah. and, and like it's, it's, it's not just like you have to notice that it's not just X percent better. It compounds, right? It's like, you invest and then it pays off your whole life and it pays off in, in the fact that that you can you can have like more space more time more more energy to focus on on other things in other you know investments in in habits and and processes and or whatever you know like that's amazing like the the long-term impact of, of things like that is like really easy to underappreciate yeah, I mean, you know, going back to first morning routine, which is what you mentioned, or going back to your you losing weight. I mean, this is something that enables you to do a lot more, to be a lot more, to do something, you know, you wouldn't be able to do because of your weight or because of you sleeping so so long. Like like all these things are enablers for as as I said, to compound, yes. to have a great effect, you know, in in the future. Right, and especially that, you know, when you're talking about about my my weight, it's like I I I was not like in, in like you know any any danger area at all, but 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 still, um, you know I I was at at some points um, at <laughs> at most of my adult life, you know on the on the closer side to being overweight and at some point overweight, and it 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 literally <laughs> makes you live less. Yeah, <laughs> like literally, you know, um, you know being. Uh, being overweight has has so many um, kind of cascading effects on your health. Oh yes, and and eventually you know your your at least average time uh, you know lifespan. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 serious. You know, it's it's not just a, a stupid thing we we talk about on this on this show. It's it's a it's a serious real thing with with effects that that when it works when when it actually becomes a habit, becomes a thing you do, becomes a, a real change in, in your life. It, it's something that, that, that will pay it off for decades. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's why we should be doing that. Be less comfortable. Mm, be as comfortable. Yeah. Be comfortable with uncomfortable. 